Welcome to the Braving the Waves and Bridging the Gap podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and each week we explore stories with young people in our communities. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself and enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Michaela, and this is a very unplanned episode or recording, I guess, but I wanted to check in because I think I need it, and I'm I'm also sure that many of you might need it as well. And I've had a lot of thoughts over the past couple of days, which for me personally have been incredibly difficult more so than normal and not necessarily for any apparent reason I think (laughs) I definitely do but I know many people do have a tendency to try and find a reason why we fall into depression or just kind of feeling generally low Um, and there isn't always a reason and that's okay and you have to take care of yourself regardless. So with that, I uh, I canceled a lot of meetings the past couple of weeks, rescheduled a lot of things, podcast recordings, um, almost completely broke down yesterday um, on a call with our executive director at Unsinkable. Um, shout out to Haley for being incredibly supportive and kind um my acne is really bad my body aches my stomach has hurt the past couple of days um and it's actually been really stunningly beautiful outside and a lot of other things have been going well um and you know sometimes it just sucks (laughs) and life is hard and especially when you have struggled in the past with mental illness or just with the many many things that we go through in our lives it just pops up when you don't want it to and it drags you down and it's okay to feel all of those things and to make space to feel all of those things. That's been a really difficult thing that I've had to learn. And I think right now too, the world is on fire, literally and figuratively. There is so much happening, so much change, not always in the best direction. People's humanity is being threatened in Canada, our country is literally on fire. The news is incredibly hard to engage with each day, though we all have to so that we're informed and able to help and support where we can. But it is very okay to not be okay right now. Life is just, it's really scary. And when you look at everything that's unfolding, it's terrifying in a lot of ways. And I know that's gotten to me too and possibly contributed um, to why my depression has flared up so 
bad in the past couple of weeks or so. And it's okay if that's happening for you too. And I think this goes for anybody, of course, but on this podcast and for me sharing um, with the lived experience that I have and for any guest that comes on our podcast sharing their story, I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of believing that if you're telling your story and you're able to put it into words and like I've talked about with all of our guests thus far, generate language for it, then that's some sort of one-way door where you're not allowed to struggle anymore after that. And that is so far beyond the truth. (laughs) And I want anyone listening to know that sharing your story, sharing the things that you've been through, your mental illness, your trauma, anything, doesn't have to be in those buckets. That is the bravest, most courageous thing you can do. But it doesn't mean that you will no longer struggle with either the aftermath of those things or the continuation of those things. It's almost guaranteed (laughs) that you will struggle at some point. Um, So telling your story to somebody whether it's on a podcast or not, doesn't mean that you're not allowed to still go through it. And that's been a really, really difficult thing for me to learn, um, especially as the new program manager at Unsinkable for storytelling and doing this podcast and in the fall beginning a PhD in suicide prevention, but kind of approaching it from an angle of storytelling and poetry and language and talking to people about their experiences. And I know that in order to do all of these things well, I have to be mentally well because I have to be able to create space for others and kind of carve out that safe container but I also think there's a lot of power in, in knowing, like whoever's speaking to me, knowing that I really do know what, what it feels like and that that's not so far in the past that I've separated myself from it. And I think I thought that for a long time that I needed to be able to separate myself from the things that I've been through in order to be an advocate, in order to be effective in supporting change and writing and speaking and doing a podcast and helping storytellers and all of the above. But the truth is, it's, it is not my distant past. I don't know how much of a distant past you can have at 25, but um, it's my everyday every single day and I sometimes am at a loss for words 
And I've noticed that as I've been in meetings and talking with people over the past little while that sometimes I really do draw a blank and I, um, my mental emotional capacity is so low that I can't generate words. Um, I like, I just lose that ability. My brain goes completely blank and I'm trying my best now to be a bit more honest about that in those moments. Like it's happened to me so many times the past couple of weeks in like straight in meetings mid-sentence with people and I just it's gone the the words are gone and that's what really builds connection I think just letting that happen and unfold and being honest about it and that's storytelling in and of itself because it's acknowledging how we are impacted by the things around us and by what's going on in our lives. Ah, I hope that's helpful. (laughs) And now I'm thinking a little bit. I ask everybody else uh, on the podcast what they're six word story is and I'm realizing literally right in this moment that I haven't shared mine um and let me think hmm this is hard I'm sorry to all of the guests I've had on thus far This is really hard. I think mine would be... Hmm. I still fucking fight every day. I am sorry for my curse word. I could not think of a better uh, thing to add, I guess, (laughs) to enunciate. Um, Yeah, because I do, and all of us do. And that doesn't mean we can't do amazing things and share our stories and impact people with our stories and have conversations and make change and fight the patriarchy and all of those things because when we are honest about those experiences that's really the root of everything I think the gaps that we have in research and accepting people's lived experience as valid and compensating them accordingly. It's the gaps in policy. It's the gaps in a lot of things. It's stories and listening to each other 
but most importantly recognizing that stories really don't have a beginning and an end perfectly they're not they're not linear they're not even circular i don't think i think we're uh, conditioned to think that way because we read books and watch movies and I'm very guilty of that for anyone who knows me. <laughs> I'm a big, big reader. Um, but our stories are very much unfolding as we are. And there are things that are out of our control. And they need their space too. And... Uh, One of my mentors, I guess I'll say, um, somebody I work with, um, always says that we're not actually the sole authors of our story. We are at best co-authors. And I forget who originally said that quote, but the person who relayed it to me was uh, Michael McRae at Becoming Restored. Shout out. To Michael, who is just a wealth of wisdom. Um, but that really hit me. Like, other people, in all capacities, whether it's people we're close to, or the person we see on the news, or the person who decides, signs the paperwork that takes our rights away. There are things that are out of our control in our body and mind and nervous system and all of that will react to it. And that's very much a part of our story and the story of our lives and that being a continuation. And it's, it's definitely not a smooth, perfect straight line either. It can be very bumpy <laughs> and go up and down in every which way and resurface even on the most beautiful of July days when it's sunny and the smoke from the forest fires have finally cleared, at least in my area. And all you want to do is just cry. And let me tell you, I literally sat in my office yesterday at my desk and just cried. And sometimes words come for what I'm feeling or why those tears have come. Sometimes it's just a release of anger, frustration, all the emotions of feeling hurt and pain and sorrow and grief sometimes I know it's depression which I will live with for the rest of my life I don't actually know what it was this time but I just let myself feel it and you know I went to bed last night cried a little bit more and woke up this morning 
and said to myself, this might happen again, might happen today, might need to reschedule things today. I don't, I don't necessarily feel incredulously better. But I did get that sense that there was storytelling that needed to happen and that I needed to document it and be honest and not bottle it up and pretend like I've got everything together and I'm able to do all of these things in work and advocacy and in life without ever getting tripped up. Because it's not true. And so this is my promise, I suppose. And for some reason, my brain just went to High School Musical 2 when <laughs> when Troy gives Gabriella the tea necklace. But anyway, <laughs> if your mind went there too, we can be friends. Anyway, my promise. I will do my best to record these moments when they happen and be honest about them and and share and create a space hopefully I think for you to to reflect while you're listening and I think also just be open to what might come up and we can't schedule things like this they just happen and sometimes they're very inopportune and I'm going off on a tangent but hopefully these little interspersed short recordings will be helpful in making space for what's coming up and ways that can allow it to be you don't have to give it language I think there's power in giving something language but sometimes it just needs to be and so to summarize because I can be very wordy (laughs) I'm not gonna hide and pretend like I've got it all together and smile and giggle and laugh and be friendly during all of the episodes because that's not the truth and I very much struggle every single day and I know you all do too everyone who's listening for a number of different reasons like I said at the beginning it can be anything and you never know what others are going through Sometimes we don't even know what we're going through. And that is okay. And you can still share that and share your story. Share that story. In all of its messy pieces, it does not have to be linear by any means. It doesn't have to make sense when it comes out of your mouth or your pen or your computer keys or wherever it is that you 
process things. And that is okay. And it is okay to not be okay. And I'll say it again. The world is a bit scary right now. I feel the weight of it. And I'm sure many, many others feel it too. Or much worse, because I'll admit I have a lot of privilege in a lot of ways. So if I'm feeling it, I can't imagine. Well, I can, but I can imagine how others are feeling. So we can just take a moment and acknowledge that and acknowledge whatever it is that you are going through right now and that there's a story there and your pain doesn't end when you choose to give it words. I think that's a good way to wrap things up. Don't know how much more you want to hear my voice, so... (laughs) Um, I hope that the rest of today, whatever time you're listening to this, is as good as it can be. I've tried to say that now after, uh, you know, really thinking through wishing somebody a, a great day when you know, maybe they know it's not going to be. So I hope it's as good as it can be that you find joy in some way, shape, or form. And if you don't see it right now, I hope that you do. Take care of yourself. Eat something that's good for your body. Move, sleep, water, do the best you have, like absolute best that you can. And I'll say it again, I'll say it over and over and over again. It is okay if you're not okay right now. And if you're struggling to do those things and if you need to cancel meetings and sit at your desk at the end of your workday or in the middle or beginning of your workday or school day or whatever and cry and feel everything and completely break down that is okay. Alrighty. Take care, everybody. And hopefully next week we'll have another guest and yeah, it'll be good. It's all going to be okay. I know that as another quote, here I am just like prolonging everything. Uh, everything is going to be okay. The world is built on that. And I don't remember who said it, but it's powerful when you think about it. We build things banking on the fact that they'll be okay. So with that, I will peace out. It's 8 a.m. for me on a Tuesday. And I have a lot of work to do. Um, But I felt this was needed and I hope it's helpful. So 
Take care, everybody. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves and Bridging the Gap podcast. You can find much more information about this week's storyteller, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, leave a review, and follow us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks, everyone.